Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to OT with Mons and Moose. I am Moose. No Mons tonight. I'm working the graveyard shift. Really, an emergency podcast, to be completely honest with you. We have two huge trades that went down in the last 48 hours, and it just simply couldn't wait till, till Wednesday, till we record it again. So I wanted to come on and make a quick podcast about what happened, what went down, and everything like that. So the first one, Devontae Adams, arguably the number one wide receiver in the league. Green Bay, best friends with Aaron Rodgers, right? Signs a franchise tag. Then says, I'm not playing on the franchise tag. Like, okay. Look, th- this, is a, this is a team that really should just give Devontae Adams a contract. I know they're in a little bit of cap situation, but you can make it work. But they're like, nah, no thanks. We're going to send you to Vegas. Vegas like, all right, well, what do you want? We'll give you a first and a second for him. Green Bay's like, you know what? That's a fair trade. Done deal. A one and a two for Devontae Adams. Are you kidding me? If you're Green Bay, how do you let this happen? How do you agree to this? How do you not try to get more for him? A box safety in Jamal Adams went for two first-round picks, a third, and a player. And he's an average safety. He's a terrible coverage safety. And you got a one and a two for the, arguably the best wide receiver in the league? A one and a two. You have got to be joking. If you're Green Bay, you needed to do everything in your power to re-sign Devontae Adams. Granted, he said he wasn't going to play on the franchise tag. I get it. Give the dude a contract. He deserved a contract. The Packers depth chart at wide receiver? You tell me. I'm going to name the whole depth chart for the Packers. And you tell me which one of these guys is considered a number one receiver. You ready? Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Amari Rogers, Jawan Winfrey, Gary Jackson, Rico Gafford, Chris Blair, Josh Malone, and David Moore. So of those players, who is their number one receiver right now? Who? Who? Who is Aaron Rodgers going to throw to? And the funny thing is, is that they're saying that Aaron Rodgers knew about all this. Before he signed his contract. Which I don't know how believable it is. I have to go by what they're saying. The experts. But. I mean a one and a two. Christ. What what does Green Bay even do now? Do they finally. It, did it take for the team to trade Devontae Adams for this team to finally draft a wide receiver in the first round? Is that what it takes? Because, look, not for nothing, Devontae Adams is going to be better than probably every wide receiver that's going to be available to you at that pick. Devontae Adams is just going to be better. He is. And now he's going to a team in the AFC West where they just got even better, which was after, after the first three days of free agency, that division was stacked. Now... It's just, it's just even worse. I feel bad for any team that has to play anybody in the AFC West. From top to bottom. Devontae played with, with Derek Carr in college. From what I heard, it's always been his lifelong dream to play with him again. So it makes sense. It definitely makes sense from, from a Vegas standpoint. I mean, look. Look what Vegas did this year with all the drama surrounding it. Derek Carr is a very underrated quarterback in my eyes. 
I think he can make he I could hear the argument for top ten, but he's probably floating around like the eleven or twelve somewhere in that range. But he's a he's a constant leader in there. You could see it with all the drama with the Rugs thing and the Gruden thing. They still won games. They beat good teams along the way, and they made the playoffs. And they were close to winning that game too. And now you're going to add Devontae Adams with Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. And I mean, I just have a bias against Josh Jacobs. He's a, he's a pretty good running back, but I don't I don't like him because he's in and out of lineups, and I always draft him in fantasy, and he does nothing for me. But again, that that team is starting to get a lot better. They just need to keep pushing forward. They're not quite there yet, but adding Devontae on the outside, it's just massive for that team. And for Green Bay, like I said, I think it's time that you need to help Aaron Rodgers because you just you just gave Aaron this huge contract that now he has nobody to throw to. Who's his best weapon now? Aaron Jones? What do you have on the outside? You got nothing. And to hear that he signed and he knew that this was going to happen is kind of a surprise to me. But again, I digress. I can't I can't understand how you don't get more than a first and a second for Devontae Adams. I just don't. I simply don't understand. But I digress from Devontae Adams. Vegas got a stud. Green Bay is I think is in a little bit of trouble. Let's go to the second trade. The big one. This this trade has been looming for what, a year and a half now? If not a little bit longer. Deshaun Watson is finally traded from the Houston Texans to drumroll. The Cleveland Browns, baby. Yes, you heard that right, the Cleveland Browns. Now, let me take you through a timeline of everything that's happened here. Sean Watson holds out. He doesn't want to play in, in Houston anymore. Then all these allegations come out of these misconducts and everything like this. Now NFL is doing an investigation. So for probably about a year, they did their investigation and everything. So it came down to, I think it was last Friday where like the Supreme Court or whoever it was was going to make their final verdict on if he's going to be charged criminally or not. Which I think the consensus was that he wasn't, he was not going to be charged criminally. So the judgment came down, it was not criminal. So right then and there, teams were like, okay, let's go get our guy. So really the four teams were Cleveland, New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina. That was the final four. So we really thought about it. We're like, does Cleveland really need Deshaun Watson? They have Baker Mayfield, who is an average quarterback. Got you a playoff win. But he's a little bit of a diva, a little bit of a baby, really. He put out this cryptic, like, thank you, Cleveland, like, farewell text or whatever, which seemed very odd because I guess he got whiffed that Cleveland was going to look to go after Deshaun Watson. So he put that out. And then for all this to happen, Deshaun Watson needs to approve or or waive his no-trade clause 
to a team. So he's like, I'm not going to go to Cleveland. So Cleveland was the first team to really be out of the Final Four. Then Carolina was knocked out, which I was very surprised because I thought Carolina would have been probably the one team that would have went probably the hardest for him. Because out of out of the teams in the NFC South, Carolina may be the best team outside of Tampa, but they just don't have a quarterback. They may have the most weapons. And then it was down to New Orleans and Atlanta. Now the consensus was Atlanta was the favorite. He's from Atlanta. He was he was a ball boy for the Falcons, I think, when he was a kid. Whatever. So it made sense. For him to go to Atlanta for those reasons. Football related. That team is really not great. They don't have a lot of weapons. You know, Julio's been gone. Um, Calvin Ridley just got suspended. Russell Gage just got picked up by Tampa. Cordell Patterson is just... He had a very nice year, don't get me wrong. But he's really only the offensive weapon outside of Kyle Pitts. That's even going to be good. And he may not even return, because I believe he's a free agent. So, for me, it made sense to go to New Orleans, just with the roster they have. I know they have cap health situations, but, again, teams can work around that. I don't know how it works. They'll do it. They'll find a way. So, then, all of a sudden, I woke up today, and my phone was blowing up. I'm talking, I've never seen a flurry of just notifications that fast. He gets traded to the Cleveland Browns. And I sat there and I'm like, Cleveland? I'm like, how the hell is it Cleveland? I'm like, didn't he already deny wanting to go to Cleveland? And like, nope, he's going to Cleveland. He waived his no trade clause to go to Cleveland. Now, do I think I know the reason for it? Yeah, I think I do. But I'll get into that in a second. So, while all this is going on, again with the Baker Mayfield stuff, Baker then requests a trade from Cleveland. He's like, yo, can you trade me or something? And you know what Cleveland says? Look at him dead in his face. I don't know if they really did that, but they're like, no, we ain't going to trade you. We're not. We're simply not even going to entertain it, and that's it. That that's all was said. All in all, Cleveland then says we want a grown-up at quarterback. They're like, okay, go get Jimmy G. Then you want a good professional in the locker room? Go get Jimmy G. He's your guy. Granted, if you've listened to the show at all, you know my. My displeasure for Jimmy G. Look, the dude's a smoke, I get it. On the field, poop. That's just my opinion. But, that would make the most sense. Look, he's Cleveland's got a very good roster. Good defense, good offense. All you're really missing is a quarterback and maybe a receiver too now. So, the trade goes down. The Texans, this is what they get for Deshaun Watson. Three first-round picks a 2023 third-round pick, and a 2024 fourth-round pick. Cleveland gets Deshaun Watson and a 2024 fifth-round pick. Upon arriving in Cleveland, 
they hand him a new contract. Five years, $230 million. And the kicker, and I think this is the real reason why he went to Cleveland, out of that $230 million, $230 million were guaranteed. Guaranteed. The whole contract was guaranteed. All of it. You know how absurd that is? $230 million guaranteed. Okay. For a quarterback that has not played in over a year, that still faces 22 civil lawsuits against him, and you don't know what he's going to be like. And you're just like, yeah, here you go. Are we serious? Like, I get the Sean Watson. I understand. He is a top five quarterback in my eyes. He really is. He, he did miracle work for the Texans with, the, with them trading D-Hop and all this other stuff that happened in, in, in Houston with Bill O'Brien and all that stuff. I understand it. He, he made chicken salad out of chicken shit. He did. Let's be honest. He is that good of a quarterback. But if you're Cleveland, you're kind of... You get your quarterback of the future. You do. Let's be honest. I don't think Deshaun Watson is going to fall off a cliff. Performance-wise, that is. But them saying that they want a grown-up at quarterback simply doesn't make sense. Because now you're signing, yes, a young quarterback but he's got a lot of baggage coming with him. On top of the 22 civil lawsuits, NFL is still doing an investigation that they'll probably suspend him for. And if they don't suspend him, that would be I would be absolutely mind-blown if they don't suspend him. And if they do suspend him, how long is it going to be for? Is it going to be for four games? Six games? Eight games? Ten? We don't know. I got to think it's kind of probably vary around 6 to 10 if I'm being completely honest but I don't know supposedly I hear rumblings that there's a chance it could be 0 which in my mind that simply can't happen so where does that leave Houston and Cleveland now it leaves Cleveland I think in a better spot than what it was with Baker look Baker is an average quarterback I said it he's average he caught fire with a very good roster and beat a Pittsburgh team that kind of wasn't really that good in the playoffs. He beat him. He flat out beat him. But he just he can't stay healthy. He's a diva. He's really a crybaby, um, kind of an attention seeker. He, a lot of people around the league say says that he needs to humble himself and really just pay attention to football and not really anything else. Which I get. You need that in a franchise guy. You need someone who's not always in the spotlight, quiet, but a leader in the locker room. And he's just simply not that. Texans, they get a boatload of stuff. They don't have to deal with the headache anymore. They get five picks. Three in the first round. And look, if if Deshaun Watson doesn't work out, then those picks will be even better. But for a rebuilding team, th- this needed to be done. It, No doubt, you needed to, to deal Deshaun Watson. Now, do I think his 
baggage kind of cost them a little bit. Sure, I think maybe they could have got four firsts if this was at the at the start of last year without the, the the baggage or the or the lawsuits or anything like that. Could you have gotten four? I think there was a team that probably would have gave you four. But again, it it doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. You got five picks for them. Start rebuilding your team. You already said that you're running with Davis Mills. He had a very quiet rookie campaign, honestly. I think he was like second in rookie quarterbacks behind Mac Jones in like most categories. And he did it very quietly too in, in Houston. So Houston, uh, Cleveland is definitely a better team as of today. Houston is, per, is pretty much the same. Maybe a little bit better. They just have to hit on the draft picks. So where does that leave... Baker Mayfield then, right? You can look at teams that were in on Deshaun Watson. Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans. Okay, well, Atlanta, I don't think really goes with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield doesn't seem like a kind of guy that would play in Atlanta. So I'm just going to cross them off. And they still got Matt Ryan who can still put up numbers. Then you could look at New Orleans. I think New Orleans is just going to pass on Baker. I think New Orleans is going to run run it back with, with Winston again. I think he was playing good ball. Then he got messed up. If Winston can just take the interceptions and the turnovers away and just honestly just cut him in half, he's a pretty good quarterback. But I, 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 think, they, I think they go with Jameis in New Orleans. Now Carolina... Carolina is a is an interesting one, honestly. Because I don't know what they're going to do. They have the sixth overall pick. So they may go with like Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett. Whoever they really like, they can draft a quarterback if they really want to. Okay, so that, that eliminates those three teams. So Baker said that he wants to play for the Colts. Now if I'm Indy, I'm like... I'm like, what do I do? I really want Baker Mayfield. That's the question. So, if I'm Indianapolis, I I would I would just float something out there, just kind of put some feelers out there. Maybe maybe offer like a what? Maybe a fourth? Maybe you really want to doubt? Maybe a third? If you're really that desperate, I I doubt that they get over a third. But I mean, look, Indy's right there too. They don't really have a quarterback. They got a good offensive line. They got good offensive weapons. Probably could use another receiver. Their defense is good. It's a pretty good team. It's just, will Baker really work out in Indy? And I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But another team that, I don't, that I'm not seeing a lot about, and I'm kind of confused on why, is Seattle. Look, Seattle's got weapons. They have Chris Carson. If he gets stay healthy, of course. Lockett, DK, and Will Disley, I think they just resigned as well. So, offensive line, shaky. Shaky at best. Defense, very shaky. Why not take a flyer on, on Baker? Why not try to make it work? I mean, look, you get him for this year, and then I think you have the fifth-year option on him, I believe. So why not try him? I mean, look, he's better than Drew Locke, and he's Better than Geno Smith. Why not at least try it? Because you, you know he's going to be dealt somewhere. If you're Cleveland, you can recoup 
one of your third round picks. You could. Or fourth. Um, I just I I'm very intrigued to see how this all plays out, honestly. It's just it's just very the the Devontae Adams one is the one that really just blows my mind. It's the one and the two. But again, the Watson thing, Devontae Adams thing, it was something that I feel like I needed to come on and talk about. Just because I didn't want it to wait. I wanted to get it out. I know it's a shorter podcast. I we will definitely get John's opinions on it when he's on the the regular show. But I don't know, man. Let let me know what you guys think. I I, I feel like Vegas are big winners. I think Cleveland is a winner, barring the the baggages and everything. So Green Bay is just not. I think Green Bay is really the only loser in all of this. I don't I don't know where they're gonna go, man. It's just it's super. It's just super. It, it's just not looking good for them, honestly. In my opinion, Green Bay I think is in a little bit of trouble. But uh, yeah, that's gonna be it for me. Thank you everyone for listening. I do appreciate you guys very much. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, dbor2730. That is d b o r two seven three zero. And you can follow my co-host Johnny Mons on Twitter at Johnny Mons. Uh, he will save your life one tweet at a time. Only one, no more, no less. Just one. You can follow the podcast on all major podcast platforms. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That is Brotherhood of Podcasting. And with that being said, we will catch you guys on the Flippity Flip.